Welcome to the Identity Theft Resource Center's Weekly Breach Breakdown for Friday the 13th in October 2023. I'm James Lee, and thanks to Centilink for supporting this podcast. Each week, we look at the most recent events and trends related to data security and privacy. Today, we're going over the data compromise stats for the third quarter and year to date. If you're afraid of heights, I suggest you hold on tight to something and don't look over the edge. By way of context, we ended calendar year 2021 with the highest number of data compromises ever recorded in the U.S. in a single year, 1,862. For the nine months ending September 30th, 2023, there have been 2,116 data compromises reported, including 733 in Q3. That exceeds the previous annual record of data events by 14%, with three months left in the year. Cyber attacks continue to be the most frequently reported root cause of a data compromise in Q3. More than half of the breached entities, though, did not report an attack vector. But among those that did, phishing attacks were the most frequently reported cause. Zero-day attacks were a close second followed by a surging number of ransomware attacks and well ahead of malware attacks. However, with more entities not reporting an attack vector than those that did, it's difficult to be precise about the rate of specific attack vectors. Supply chain attacks impacted a large number of entities in Q3, even though the organizations may have not been directly attacked. More than 1,300 organizations reported data compromises as the result of an attack against only 87 vendors including many third parties impacted by an attack against MoveIt, the file transfer software company. So far in 2023, 423 U.S. organizations have been impacted by a single or multiple vendors using a vulnerable MoveIt product. An additional 79 organizations have reported being directly impacted by attacks against MoveIt software services. Four of the top 10 compromises in Q3 were related to a MoveIt attack. The number of financial services institutions reporting data compromises jumped dramatically in Q3, with notices exceeding the total number of financial service compromises reported in the past two years. FIs also topped the list of industries breached in Q3 for the first time in 15 months. The good news this quarter is the estimated number of victims is still well short of the pace from 2022. 23.9 million victims through the first nine months of this year, compared with 425 million for the full year 2022. The usual question at this point in any conversation about cyber attacks and data breaches is why, as in why the rise or fall in some particular statistic. Cybersecurity researchers point to the rising number of successful zero-day attacks. That's an attack against a software flaw that is previously undisclosed and for which there is no patch as a reason for the significant increase in data compromises. That conclusion is consistent with this year's ITRC statistics, where 86 zero-day attacks have been reported so far this year as the cause of a data breach, compared to just five for all of 2022. The rise in compromises can also be attributed to a new wave of ransomware attacks as cybercrime groups return after being sidelined in the first year of the war in Ukraine, along with new ransomware groups entering the criminal environment. That too is consistent with the fact the number of data breaches attributed to ransomware, 186, has now exceeded the number of malware attacks so far in 2023. However, 
Malware is also up in 2023 with 106 related compromises versus 68 in full year 2022. One last item, an update from the 2020 breach of Blackbaud, a company that resisted issuing data breach notices and instead relied on its customers to issue notices. The company has now settled litigation with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and 49 states for about $53 million and an agreement to put a variety of compliance controls in place. One interesting note from the multi-state settlement agreement, the ITRC tracked more than 600 blackballed customers who issued data breach notices, but this week's settlement disclosed that 13,000 organizations were impacted by the ransomware attack in 2020. If you were looking for evidence that state data breach laws are ineffective in capturing the true number of breaches, well, as the comedian Bill Engvall would say, there's your sign. If you want more information about the data compromises in Q3, visit our website at idtheftcenter.org forward slash publications. If you want to know more about how to protect your business or personal information, or if you think you've been the victim of an identity crime, you can speak with an expert ITRC advisor on the phone, chat live on the web, or exchange emails during our normal business hours. Just visit that website, idtheftcenter.org, to get started. Thanks again to Centrelink for their support of the ITRC and this podcast. Be sure to check out the latest episode of our sister podcast, The Fraudian Slip. In two weeks, we're releasing our annual report on the impact of cyber and identity crimes on small businesses. And you know what? We'll be back here next week with another episode of the Weekly Breach Breakdown. Until then, thanks for listening.